Okay, Bismillah, Rabbi Shahli Sadri, Yasirli Amri, Day 22 of the 99 Names of Allah Ramadan series. What is the point of this? Because Allah states in the Quran, وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَادْعُوهُ بِهَا And to Allah belong the best names, so invoke Him by them. Surah Al-A'raf, verse 180, and there's a hadith where the Prophet وسلم, said that Allah has 99 names. Whoever memorizes and embraces these qualities will enter heaven. So today we're going to learn about two more names of Allah, Al-Awwal and Al-Akhir. So again here, these two names, Imam Al-Ghazali actually explains them together, but I'll briefly describe each one first. And so we have Al-Awwal first, and Al-Awwal means the first. He is the beginning. Allah was here before everything and anything on this earth and everywhere else. He brought us into existence. Everything began from him, al-awwal comes from the root hamza waw lam, and it can mean to be first, to return, to be foremost. And so the root also forms the word al. And so we have examples of this root like in al-imran, surat al-imran, and it can mean people or family of imran. And so we have this verse in the Quran, and it is he who created the heavens and the earth in six days, and his throne had been upon water, that he might test you as to which of you is thus indeed. But if you say, indeed, you are resurrected after death, those who disbelieve will surely say, this is not but obvious magic. Surah Hud, verse 7. And so this is just reminding us that Allah was here from the beginning, even before he created humans, before he created earth. He had created heavens and then the earth in six days, and he had his throne upon the water. And so the there's also this hadith where the Prophet said that, any matter of importance, which is not begun with Bismillah in the name of Allah, remains defective. So this is why whenever you want to start anything in your day, be it start to study, read a book, cook, um, eat, anything, it's beautiful and it's rewarding to say Bismillah. And it, it will that will give you rewards and give you good deeds because you are literally remembering Allah before starting anything and this is to also help us remember that Allah is the first he is the beginning everything is from him and so that's why when we when we break our fast we say bismillah wa saqana or when we start eating or bismika amutu ahya when we wake up in your name we die and we wake up and so this is quite important to always try and say bismillah whenever you're starting something because of this hadith, anything that's not begun with Bismillah remains defective. So this shows how important it is to start everything and anything with Bismillah in the name of Allah. Then we also have this other hadith where the Prophet ﷺ said that the first thing that will be held accountable, that we as humans will be held accountable for on the Day of Judgment is our prayer. And so um, when I saw this and read this hadith, I was like, this is very interesting because not only is hadith such an important and integral, integral part of our daily lives as Muslims, we literally pray five times a day, it's also one of our five pillars of Islam. 
And it's literally what we will be asked about on the day of judgment. It's going to be the first thing we're asked about. Asked about. And so for me, when I read it, I was like, this is quite interesting because for us, we see prayer as something intimate that's between just us and Allah. Literally, we stand in prayer and it's we're imagining that we are meeting our Lord. And also we start, this is where we're standing before God. We say, Bismillah, we recite Surah Al-Fatiha, the beginning and, and the opening. And so it's almost like, in the Surah, it's almost like a dua as well. And so it's just reminding us that our prayers are going to be the first thing we're asked about on the Day of Judgment. And it's because of these reasons that we're, it's a dua, and the prayer is something that is between God and you. It's this relationship that's between you and Him. And then there's also this had other hadith where um, whoever sought the pleasure of Allah, though it may be displeasing to other people, this Allah becomes pleased with the person and will make the people pleased with him. And whoever sought the pleasure of the people, though it's displeasing to Allah, then Allah becomes displeased with him and will make the people displeased with him. And so again, this is just reminding us that everything we have, uh, it's from Allah. And whatever we start with, we need to remember why are we doing it? We need to renew our intentions. Are we doing this action? Are we praying because people are going to judge us if we don't? Or are we praying because we want to meet a love spiritually and just build our connection with him? Are we doing it to please Allah rather than to please people? And so when we do things to please Allah, and it might displease people because they're like, oh, why are you praying? Oh, we're in the 21st century. Like, this is stop we don't need to pray anymore or fasting or whatever like any reason you can or example you can think of it may it's just it's pleasing to Allah but some people might think it's like displeasing or like weird and like boring or whatever and thus through doing the acts that are pleasing to Allah we Allah will be pleased with us and he will make the people pleased with us so, so this is quite an important thing to remember that just to renew our intentions and just to do things for the to please Allah first and foremost, because He is Al Awwal, He is the first. Now the second name for today is Al Akhir, the last. He will be the one, only one who remains after we've, we've all died, after all of creation has perished and Day of Judgment is brought forth. There's nothing beyond Him or after Him. And so Al Akhir comes from the root Hamza Khara, and it can mean to be last, to postpone, to put an end to, to be final. And so we have examples of words like Yom Al-Akhira, Al-Akhira, Yom Al-Akhir. And these use the same roots of the name of Allah Al-Akhir and they mean the end or the last day. And so there's, there's these two verses from one of my favorite surahs, Surah Al-Rahman, where, I'll just read it. كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا فَانْ Everyone upon the earth will perish. وَيَبْقَ وَجْهُ رَبِّكَ ذُو الْجَلَالِ وَالْإِكْرَامِ and there will remain the face of your Lord, owner of majesty and honor. Verse 26 and 27 from Surah Al-Rahman. So I think this verse, these two verses specifically, they're beautiful because Allah could have literally just ended the Surah, could have ended Surah Al-Rahman with that, the first verse. كل, everything, everyone upon the earth will perish. But he added the second verse. And there will remain the face of your Lord, owner of majesty and honor, to remind us that although we are going to die someday, somehow, and everything on this earth is going to perish and just disappear and there will be a day of judgment, that 
Allah is al-akhir, the last. He will be the one that remains despite everything. And so there's also this hadith where the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said that when a man dies, his deeds come to an end, except for three things. Sadaqa jariyah, so ceaseless charity, knowledge which is beneficial, or a virtuous descendant who prays for him. So this is quite important because we're on the, in the last days of Ramadan and giving charity, especially in these last 10 days, is is going to be multiplied inshallah it's, and so when we die everything that we've done so far everything our jobs our studying um our cars our houses everything that we've gathered up and tried to um provided for our families and things like that it's going to cease once we die they they can get ownership of houses and cars our children and our grandchildren and things like that but us as humans, our actions and our good deeds are going to come to an end, except for sadaqah jariyah. So, for example, building a well, um, building a house, build, uh, planting a tree, just simply throw out, throw a seed into uh, uh, into grass, and that will be sadaqah jariyah for you, inshallah, for whoever, for birds who find rest on the branches, if it's a fruit tree, for whoever eats from the fruit, and so. It's quite important to think about what's going to happen to us when we die. How can we, how can we continue to reap these rewards and benefits? And so the Prophet mentioned sadaqa jariya, knowledge that's beneficial, and people, our gen our children, our grandchildren, who can still pray for us even after we're deceased. And then there's also another hadith where the Prophet wasallam said, "Whoever believes in Allah in the last day, let him say what is righteous or keep silent." Whoever believes in Allah in the last day, let him be kind to his neighbor. And whoever believes in Allah in the last day, let him be generous to his guest. And so this is quite important because we as Muslims, we need to believe that there is Yawm Al-Qiyamah, there is a day of judgment. And so this hadith is reminding us that we believe in Allah and we believe in, in the last day, the day of judgment. So we either need to say things that are beautiful, kind, righteous, or keep silent. There's no point in gossiping and backbiting, being rude. And whoever believes in Allah in the last day, be kind to his neighbor. We know that we've all heard of the story of the Prophet ﷺ who had a Jewish neighbor who would throw garbage into the Prophet's yard and that sort of thing. And we're taught to be kind to our neighbors. And also be generous to his guests. So when guests come over to our house, inshallah post-covid um we can be kind to them we can serve them food in the most in our most beautiful platter you know the platters that our parents our mothers <laughs> leave for just special guests and things like that and just to be generous and kind and just feed them food that we love and so let's see what imam al-ghazali says about these two names al-awwal and al-akhir al-awwal and al-akhir the first the last you should know that whoever is first is first with respect to something, and what is last is so with respect to something, and that they are opposites. For it is inconceivable that there be one thing which is first and last at once, in a single respect and in relation to the same thing. Yet when you ponder the order of existence and consider the ordered chain of being, God the Most High is first with respect to it, since all of them receive their existence from him. And he does not receive existence from another, but is existent by his essence. So we can sort of think of the example of which came first, the chicken or the egg. They all these the chicken and the egg both came from something. What do they come from? Allah. Al-awwal and al-akhir. 
Whenever you ponder the order of wayfaring and observe the stages attained by those journeying towards Allah, he is the last, for he is the final point to which the levels of knowers ascend. So our main goal, what is our main goal as Muslims? To strive for good, to do de good deeds in order to meet Allah, inshallah. For every knowing experience, the side of knowledge of him is a step towards knowledge of Allah. The highest stage is knowledge of Allah. May he be praised and exalted. So he is last with respect to wayfaring and first with respect to existence. The first beginning was from him and to him is the last return and destination. And so we have this verse in the Quran. الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا إِنَّ لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّ إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ Who, when disaster strikes them, say, Indeed, we belong to Allah, and indeed, to Allah, to Him, we will return. Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 156. And so this is always, this verse is always a constant reminder to us that whatever hits us, whatever calamity or tribulation or trial that we are faced with, that out of the end of the day, we belong to Allah and we are going to return to Him, inshallah, and inshallah in heaven. And so there's also this beautiful um, dua, which I actually have as my screensaver, which is, Allahumma inni as'aluka husnul khatima. Oh Allah, I ask you for a good end to my life. Because we don't want to die when we're doing bad deeds, for example, or when we're in a bad place, or when we're not building a connection with Allah, when we're not at the highest of highs. So we want that. This dua is beautiful to constantly recite. Allahumma inni as'aluka husnul khatima. Oh Allah, I ask you for a good end to my life. So that's the two names that we've learned today. So inshallah, I ask that Allah accepts the following dua using the beautiful names that we've learned of him today. Inshallah. Bismillah. Ya Allah, you are al awwal, the first, and there was nothing before you. Everything that came into existence was from you. So guide us to only please you. Allow us to only seek guidance and sustenance from you because everything is from you. Make prayers a priority for us, Ya Allah. It is hard. It's difficult. Please strengthen our Iman and grant us khushu' in our prayers. You are al-akhir, the last. You will be the last to remain once we die, once everything else perishes. So grant us your love. Bless us with heaven so that we can finally meet you. Help us to do deeds that will continue to grant us peace, content, and goodness even after we die. Ya Rab, Ameen. Again, just a quick reminder that we are in the last 10 days of Ramadan. I think today is an odd night. Um, so it could just reminder to pray extra, pray tahajjud, qiyam al-layl, increase your du'as, pray your dhikr, donate to charity if you can, read more Qur'an, and constantly say this du'a. Allahumma inna ka'afuun tuhibbu al-afwa fa'afu anni. Allahumma inna ka'afuun tuhibbu al-afwa fa'afu anni. Oh Allah, you are forgiving and you love forgiveness, so forgive me. Just constantly recite this du'a because Aisha said, she had asked the Rasul وسلم, if she knows what day Laylatul Qadr is, what should she say? And this is what he said. Allahumma inna ka'afuun tuhibbu al-afwa fa'afu anni. Subhanakallahi wa hamdika, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, ashadu anna muhammadun rasulullah. Um, inshallah, I'll speak to you all tomorrow where we'll learn a few more names of Allah. And yeah, I need to go break my fast because it's already Maghrib. And I ask that Allah accepts everyone else's fasts for today, inshallah. Um,